0: Faster than a speeding Washington bullet, more powerful than a LeBron James narrative, and statistically less relevant than a rebound. It's the Hoops and Half of Eisen's podcast.
1: Oh my God! I'm your host Don Denham,
0: You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denim. With me today, shaking his head, wincing the night away. It is indeed Ruben Tomas at Reddit Mavericks. How'd you like that intro?
1: Bro, every week I'm like, what is he gonna do? And every week <laughs> it just it just gets nuttier and nuttier. I don't know idea, bro. I think we're <laughs> we're gonna hit critical mass soon though. Yeah, wh-
0: what what realm of nerdy, dumb things am I going to go to next? I have no limit to my nerdiness. Uh so yeah, what do we do now that basketball's dead, Ruben?
1: Uh we we shoot the shit. For yeah. the next, uh, I think it looks like maybe what three, four months.
0: Do you want to talk free agency rumors? God knows, I
1: don't. No, no, thank you. Not, hey, did not, you know not, that there's a yet. good
0: player potentially available next year? Right. Like, I, hey, you know, there's. <laughs> did you know there's also another potentially good player that might be available via trade? And people That's are going true. to speculate what terrible combination of sending away star players to get another seemingly better player but ultimately isn't
1: dude it's just it's so much and uh i know we're gonna get some questions about it just because that's just the nature of basketball reddit or basketball (laughs) twitter but
0: basketball twitter man there's so many times where i'm watching or i'm just going to through the timeline and they're like all right what about this idea delon Wright, a first round pick second round pick they give us lebron james it's like like uh, like, or it's just like hey what if we swap or what if we swap delon wright for frank nilakina i'm like that's the most lateral move i've heard aside from (laughs) like i mean don't like i look like well then why even make the trade if it's not going to make that big of a difference you know like i i don't know like there's a move frank's yeah frank's a good player oh, yeah but, he's like a good it, guy. but so is delon right like does he have lapses adjustment sure but like i don't know i, I still feel like there's some toronto delon right that can be tapped into that uh yeah. or we just have jalen brunson like i understand if we're like all right let's trade something i look at it when it comes to trades like trade something that you have an abundance of to improve in another spot and i think we have an abundance of guards uh or at least since luca does the majority of the handling. Uh, and we have Jalen Brunson. It would behoove us to trade one of those people to get something that we don't have a whole lot of, like I don't know, wings or Bigs or something. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's it. Like I, I know it's the crux of NBA Twitter, and I I love all of you. And if you, if you made that suggestion of DeLon right to Frank Nail okay, I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying like that's that. I'm using those just two examples of either here's insignificant trade that I think will make the biggest difference in that, like trading bench player for bench player, or it's hilariously one-sided. Like, all right, we're gonna give get Maxi Kleber into second round pick and we're going to get Paul George, you know, or
1: <laughs> somebody, I don't know, like Bradley yeah. Beal, like something like
0: Bradley Beal is on. It's like, man, I don't know. I don't, I have no way of understanding what's going to happen with Bradley Beal. Like I, yeah, I, everyone wants him on a different team, but it's like, guys, he did, he re-signed there. Like yeah, he, he signed like, there. Yeah. He didn't like, have
1: to like, I
0: don't, I don't know. know. And if you listen to, i like, it's, I mean maybe it makes sense for Washington to trade him cuz he's actually something of value and they completely shot themselves in the foot with the John Wall contract but I I don't know it I think the biggest uh improvement for that or for NBA Twitter is just hey when you're doing trade speculation you have to ask why would either side do this and if you're if you can't easily ask that then that trade isn't going to
1: happen <laughs> yeah. yeah and I don't know man like Against the off season, and I know like content in the off season is fucking bare until like it's like draft night and sure. trades happen and shit like that. So and we have we have about like a month, a month almost exactly a month until draft night. So you know I have no idea. Well, and
0: like <laughs> uh I did have a funny moment where I was like, "Hey, bud, you want to go watch the draft tonight?" And my friend that's not into sports is like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." That I realized it's November eighteenth, not or seventeenth. And yeah, I was yeah. just dead wrong. I was just like, it wasn't even the right day, month,
1: yeah,
0: time of the year. So, time has no meaning. That's what I'll go with that. Um, so we don't have a lot. Clearly, we don't have a lot of news. We're just you know starting off the uh, the slide with or the
1: Schneid isn't that a word? Right. Schneid, Schneid, yeah. The Schneid, yeah. Where does that come from? Schneid. I don't. I've heard it in a. I've heard it in a in a baseball game. So I have no idea. Coming off the.
0: Sh- night is that the t- whatever it does yeah. starting off the podcast uh with that we don't have too much news that's really maps adjacent uh the the a- the american Airlines center where the mavericks play uh did become a pulse center um and from what i gather uh, anyone that went to it uh had nothing but uh positive reviews on it it was super easy they got in they got out like we're talking less than 20 30 minute process which is a yeah. considering some places are taking hours um, I early voted uh, yesterday at uh, the UT, I believe it's the Floughton Academic Center, something like that. I'm probably messing up the name. Um, I There was literally no line. Um, I had a lovely conversation with the poll workers that are, you know, dedicating their time to that. Um, they went in there. It, it was remarkably easy i got in got out it was a less than two minute if i wasn't talking to the poll workers i would have got out in 30 seconds um but they were just so lovely uh, i had to converse because god i miss human contact so um go out there and vote that's yeah, what it's we're sick. saying
1: yeah and if you're if you're in the dallas area i voted at a south garden library uh literally took maybe like 10 maybe like five minutes total like true, true. again we also talked to the, we talked to the poll worker for a little bit like she was just like oh like we've already had like she has like a little counter and she was like we've had at least like three thousand people already come by yeah that poll center and i was like holy shit like that's a lot of people and i was thinking oh it's saturday so there's gonna be like long long lines everywhere and i was mm-hmm. like absolutely not dude people are like getting their shit done like as soon as possible so
0: i mean not the. Like I was right there with you because I was like, okay, I'm gonna early vote, but you know, I was I was I budgeted out like I'm probably gonna be there for an hour.
1: Like I had my I had my Kindle. I had you know just I was ready to <laughs> you know just like sit there if I needed to. But
0: uh, <laughs> I brought this tent. Where's the I line? Know, like, <laughs> can I just set up here for a minute? Know,
1: like, um, <laughs> but yeah, please please early vote. It's very it, important. Uh,
0: it's yeah. so much easier than doing the election day thing. Election day should be crazy this year, but. Uh, I know in Austin specifically, Travis County has a 97% uh, uh, registration, um, which is, like, record-breaking from what I understand. It's insane. It's so good. Um, It's, like, the best it's been in, like, 30 years. Um, Ultimately, like, it's amazing how you know you start discrediting your own voice enough uh you don't think it matters but hey go out there at the very least if you're complaining about politics at least you did what you could it's your it's free it's what you should do if if it's not free um there are several services that are offering free rides to uh polling places um literally it look up different uh voter registration like websites things of that nature where uh there's like communities that will like help you find a place that's walking distance from your spot so um clearly not the same thing with the drop-off ballot thing that's a little bit more of a
1: Yeah, uh, yeah
0: issue in texas but anyways uh go out and vote like everyone's telling you to because it's worth it um let's moving on to other news uh we've got uh you've just recently watched a movie that is, uh, Mavericks adjacent. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a, uh, it sounds like a family film. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know if it's Disney or DreamWorks, but it's probably, it's called shithouse. Shithouse. Yes. That's
1: yeah. exactly what the movie is called. So family friendly. <laughs> so the backstory is that Cooper Raff, who is the director, writer, and actor, he does awesome. all three. He does all three in this movie. Uh, um it's his first movie ever he is actually skin wade you know the voice of, you know one of the voice of the mavericks
0: fantastic
1: uh, he's skin wade's uh, nephew and um you know i'd heard about this movie like a while back um because i remember skin talking about it on the timeline um the movie actually got picked up uh, by south by southwest nice and, and won the uh jury award award cool yeah it won, i think i won it for like narrative like the narrative one um you know which is good you know like it's awesome like you know first movie I think the dude's like 23, 24, um, you know, just got, very just, cool. just graduated from college. Like did all stuff. And uh, it's very, it's very much like a, uh, like a coming of age, almost type of film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's about being in college and they never really say where he's at, you know, mm-hmm. and I kept, I kept trying to figure out like, a, you know, where, like where he's doing shit at and stuff like that. But, um suppose just like a kid who kind of like me when I was in college, like, Missing their family a lot, not really knowing like what the fuck is going on, like why am I here so far away when I could just go home, you know, like like in the movie he talks about how like if his mom had just said you know look like, come home he would have done it, you know, oh. or like my first year because in the movie he's also a freshman too, and my first year it was, if my mom had told me hey like come home I'd be like okay like I'm gonna go home you know for time you know for the semester or whatever like that. Um, mm-hmm it's really good uh the acting is really incredible the dialogue is so i recently i recently watched a video about like just um film dialogue so and for for those of you guys who don't know i am like a huge like movie guy like i love watching movies and i love like kind of just like figuring out like the cinematography and you know the lighting and all that shit Mm -hmm. and um one things are taught things are talking about this youtube video we're talking about dialogue and how um a lot of movies they'll do like the dialogue isn't really like um, matching up to what, how humans actually speak. Hmm. You know, like when you're in an argument, like, you know, it's very like, it's just very um, chaotic. Like people mm. are talking over each other, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of ums like I do, or they just little things that they say, they just kind of, sure. you know, fill their words. Yeah. And so when they were talking, like I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this sounds like super, super uh, naturalistic and like how like I would talk, to my friends when I was mm-hmm. like 19, 20. Um, That's and hard just, to do. Yeah, you know, and like these, you know, the, I think all the actors around that age, they're maybe like 25, 26, but sure. you know, it's really cool, to, it was really cool to see. And the best part um, is that uh, one of the uh, Mav shirts is like in full screen, like for like maybe about, <laughs> I would say maybe about like, uh, like maybe a 10th or, you know, a 20th of the movie. Um, the main character he's like you know um they they go to a party he's talking this girl and you know he's like oh yeah i have two shirts because he's wearing like a you know like a collared shirt and then he has like an undershirt and the undershirt's blue and i'm like what is that is that the shirt no way because i remember like skin talking about it one time and uh (laughs) i was like no there's no way that's the shirt and so eventually they go away they go away from that from that scene and they hang out later um in some i think in a dorm room mm. and the girl's like oh i never saw the shirt he's like oh i'm still wearing it and he pulls it up and it just says the time is now oh that's you know awesome. that's t- the time is now shirt and i sure. was like i was like cool like it's in it you know and i was like okay it's probably the only time we'll see it and then um i guess spoiler alert i guess like you know some stuff happens and uh
0: well yeah let's let people watch the movie yeah, i would say yeah. well, um, i'm saying
1: you see you see, eventually you just see the shirt a lot in that movie and it's like okay cool like good, good to know that's awesome you know but i mean it's a really good movie uh even if there wasn't mavs adjacent i would still i would still uh, recommend it because
0: i there's a mav shirt in a jersey we'll talk about it or i'm, I'm yeah. sorry there's a mav shirt in a movie
1: yeah
0: potentially yeah. a jersey i don't care where yeah, it's at but, but in a movie we'll talk about it
1: yeah it was cool i liked it a lot i recommend it uh I give it like four stars on Letterboxd. Nice. Which is good, you know.
0: Where where did you watch it? Like, where has Uh, it been released?
1: You can rent it on Amazon Prime, you can rent it on YouTube, you can rent it some other ones like um, Voodoo, stuff like that. Uh, Good to know. I know know that they had like a small release like here in North Texas, like Mm -hmm. actual movie theaters, if people are comfortable with that. Uh, I want to say like Studio Movie Girl, um, I want to say Cinemark maybe uh hmm. skin 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 had skin tweeted it out yesterday and i was like oh shit yeah that's right so well oh, skin, all, if,
0: if skin's there it becomes a skin of mark
1: skin mark
0: actually that dial just sounds like a porn theater so yeah that's we'll scratch like that, that. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. yeah we're not using that you're <laughs> listening but, uh, but yeah man yeah. it was awesome i loved it a lot and uh, i cannot you know i might watch it again because it was amazing in
0: so. check that out so that, that's our movie review corner uh yep. that four-star letterbox uh check out shithouse everybody you'll see uh one of the the mavs family adjacent uh writers directors and actors in shithouse yeah check it out
1: as sports keep coming back so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner betalonda ag mlb is back the nba is back you know they're both in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Visit BetOnline today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your wagering experts. All right,
0: so we've got uh, we're hoops and half of Ison's We're typically more hoops than half of Ison Now it's off season. We're going to be leaning hard into the half of izin. So we want to have like a dedicated beer segment. Um, right now, the working title is the Brewery Baseline. Um, so, uh, I have a I have a brewery that I would like to shout out um, because I've had a great weekend this weekend, and a good portion is because I had a couple of the Zilker Brewing Company Parks and Rec Pale Ale. It is awesome, a man. they're out of Austin, Texas. They are so. God damn good. Uh, to talk about this, like it is, it's bright, it's citrusy. Um, it, it they use Centennial Cascade Chinook and Crystal hops. Uh, it's a pale malt. It is delicious. It is much like Parks and Rec the show, uh, in the sense that it is palatable. It's interesting. I probably laughed sometime while drinking it, and uh, I don't know. It's a damn good beer. You guys should check it out. Uh, check them out at zilkerbeer.com. It is not a sponsor. We're really just wanting to shout out local breweries during the segment and yeah. uh, talk talk beer for a little while uh, to
1: seem a little bit more beer legitimate. Yeah, and I also have uh, something I want to talk about. Um, Go for it. For, for terms of beer. So I actually – so I – sometimes on a time when I'll tweet out, like, pictures of, like, the beer that I'm drinking – Mm-hmm. Whether I drink a game or watch TV or whatever. Like I just have, you know, I'll just post them. Um, and I got a lot of questions about, like, where I'm getting these beers because half the time they're not, like, Dallas or even, like, Texas-based or just, like, right. from other parts of the world and, or other parts of the U.S. at least. And um, uh, so the service that I use is called Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. Um, I found it randomly through, unta- through, through the Untapped app, Cool. Um, where i where i'd select my beers and stuff like that and um basically what they do is that they they get like um they get cans or bottles like every couple weeks of just like random beers that they get and you can just kind of just like load up your crate i guess and uh it used to be they can only get like six at a time which i thought was kind of bullshit because you know if i want to put a big order i couldn't do that right now though like the last that's order i put in was um i had like 16 beers cool you know, it know last me a while and uh you know, um, so, uh, so whenever you see like a beer that's like, wait, like it definitely isn't like from a like DFW like beer. Uh, it's from Taver, and I'd highly recommend using it. Um, I would plug in my because uh, I know I get like a code or something like that, and if I give it to you, like I get so much dollars off. But not really in for that. I'm more just like want to spread the joy of being able to uh, buy beer from all over the world. Like the other day, I had a beer from Oregon uh from a place called Mainsville Oregon and uh it was an alt beer which i'd never tried before oh yeah those are tasty yeah i've never had i've never had one before so I'm like okay cool i've never you know it's like pretty hoppy but it's also like the way they brew it is like super old school and stuff like that so i thought it was kind of cool it's more of uh, a mal-
0: malty yeah. kind of dark it, it's it's interesting it's dark without the heaviness to it yeah it's typically. weird
1: yeah it's weird yeah. and i was like oh, okay like i Get dark, i automatically think I was gonna be heavy. Mm. Um, it was really fucking good, and I would have never tried it if I didn't have the app. So, right on.
0: So, so Taver, is that right?
1: Yeah, Taver,
0: yeah, T A V O U R, yes, right on. All right, you guys, check that out. Taver, yeah. explore your uh beer horizons. Yep. Verizons, Verizons. no, nope, that's that sounds like a dumb, like beer themed <laughs> cell phone company.
1: Oh, Verizon, yeah, yeah. Okay, can you hear it. me? can Got you drink it, it now good, good.
0: yeah <laughs> so dumb all right hey guys just a reminder that if you're looking to bet online look no further than BetOnline.ag today check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all those welcome back to sports bonuses trust me your wallet and your bankroll will thank you uh bet online your online wagering experts 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, uh, which is a premium electric trimmer that also is waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower or in the dark or in the dark shower for you weirdos that are doing such a thing they also offer the shears 2.0 which is a luxury four-piece nail kit it features a tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tweezers scissors clippers well we don't like the clippers too much right now but also a medium grit nail file listeners of the show will get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com it's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk
1: so now it's time to get into questions uh we got a bunch of good ones this week uh some someone some who are uh you know some that are a little more problematic than others but uh we'll get to it we'll get to it momentarily um so the first question i want to address is uh is from my friend connelly a friend of the podcast he's been on a couple of times before and he actually quote you and was like why isn't connelly on your podcast more often is grant scared that he'll outshine he'll get he'll get outshined by him um you're always welcome to come back uh you know just hit me up on twitter hit me up on the dms um grant being scared probably not i wouldn't say so uh i mean he's an
0: uber driver there's nothing like nothing scares him he's yeah nothing's yeah
1: yeah he's seen everything you know he's yeah he's 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 out there um so yeah i would definitely be free to come on whenever you want to man uh just again, just hit me up. We know, We'll set a time in a place, probably virtual, but uh, probably. you know, so yeah. So thank you, Collie. All right. Next question. I was hoping, I was hoping Squish would be on for this one because I want to see him. She would do it. Sure. Um, hi, how are you? How are y'all today? Can y'all please stand and do five jumping jacks? Also who would you want to be the next coach of the Dallas wings? Non-realistic candidates answers are welcome. Of course.
0: Well, this'll make terrible audio, but all right. All right. I'm not
1: i I'm not doing it. So you, one, right. one two, two <laughs> three four, five There we go. Oh, look at that. Is your heart rate up? Is your heart rate up? Is your heart rate up? Uh sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I my downstairs neighbor probably hates me, but it's probably right, absolutely. okay. Right, it's uh, you should be awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Uh Dallas Wings, you know, I I don't know the coaching landscape of the WNBA as good as I Here's my thing. I am I'm a hardly I am a WNBA fan, but I have not watched enough and I don't know enough about the interworkings of transactions there to be a good voice on this. I will say um I'm always I'm. I will go with any former Maverick is gonna be who I want to see. Like who knows? Maybe Eddie Nahara, Since he's did did a little bit of the, uh, yeah. the D League stuff and yeah. no, or G League. Sorry. Yeah, he has the, in- he, Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So that that could be an interesting thing. Um, as far as like, I I don't know the offensive makeup aside from uh just we seem to be a pretty good outshoot or.
1: Give the, to, give the ball to give the ball to Yeah,
0: yeah, Enrique yeah. is just <laughs> phenomenal. So, uh, I would build the offense around her probably <laughs> if I had if I had to make a bake a guess. So, yeah, uh, that's probably the best I can answer that <laughs> one. Unfortunately, so um, go Wings. Um, yeah, I, I definitely. In my defense, it has been very hard to find Wings games um, in Austin. It's hard to – like, yeah. I have Spectrum. Like, it basically, unless they're on ESPN2, there's, like, not even a chance of me watching their Catching games, yeah. which sucks because I want to see that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I don't know what the League Pass situation is. Oh, so
1: is. Yeah. League Pass, you pay – it's like 18 bucks a year.
0: Oh, God. then I'm doing that next season. Yeah, next, yeah, yeah. next
1: I, did, I My automatically renews just in case, like, I'm not home and I can just – pull up my phone you know like yeah it's nice yeah because i
0: i've every game i've watched i've enjoyed it is yeah it's a fun
1: league it's a fun league um for me uh again like i'm like don where i don't know like kind of the landscape of like like coaching situations over there um i actually had to look up to see like they did release brian Brian agler yes Uh, i saw that they released your coach yeah i saw that so i was like okay but um i have no idea man like I think honestly, because I, I know everybody wants like Dirk to join our coaching system, but I think it'd be kind of cool just for him to do that. You know, just to uh, yeah. get his uh, get his get his feet wet. You know, coaching, doing that, and then, you know, like he knows he knows Satu. Like you know, like they're from Germany too. Like, she's also a power forward. You know, a, mm-hmm. a you know, so a big so. Right. Um, I think that'd be cool for me personally. Uh, again, like I I don't know the landscape too well, so I don't really you know, I don't I don't. It's almost like with the Mouser Me where, like, I don't pay attention, like, to league at large for the most time. Like I, say, I'm, I'm, a little,
0: like, I'm a little bit more NBA obsessed, but, that, yeah. that, but that's just because yeah. it's just in my feeds more. Um, yeah.
1: So, know. you know, but, uh, yeah, so I would go with Dirk just to see how he would do. So, yeah, it'd be fun.
0: Thank you, Grace. I don't know. Evan, Evan Eschmeyer. Let's uh, Evan
1: Eschmeyer, see, let see, see what
0: he's doing, you know. <laughs> I don't know if he's qualified to coach at all. Just-
1: all right, let's see. Next question comes from Rutuj. My and Rutuj asked, asked a good one because uh, I know your answer already to this one. But mm. um, if you had to make a football, meaning soccer, a mm. team compromising of current or former Mavs, who would it be or what would it be? Um, he has a really good – he actually has a really good – uh a good list. So, uh, at a... we'll,
0: we'll we'll have them check that out. I think that it's a bit of a long yeah. list. So, for yeah. our our my top eleven would just be Steve Nash eleven times. Um, I think you would sacrifice some things <laughs> in defense. Um, so actually, here I'll I'll actually go with uh, oh God, what's the is it? Are they called linebackers in the back? Like, what's the 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 defensive positions of soccer? Center backs, like yeah. center backs. <laughs> so center back two Stevenson's Stephensons. And the goalie will be Tyson Chandler. Um, And then everyone else is Steve Nash. I think ultimately, (laughs) like, because that's what you're looking for in soccer. is not like one guy being more athletic than the rest. It's like everyone being five steps ahead of each other. And Steve Nash was always five steps ahead in the chess match that is basketball. And he already plays soccer. So if you have, I mean, I think if you got nine Steve Nashes, or I guess it would be eight Steve dashes and two Deshaun Stevenson's that are just wrecking people, sliding tackles when they don't need to. Um, then I think ultimately, I mean, that just sounds like a, sounds like they could see through the future. They could probably predict the weather if they really wanted to like, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs>
1: um, so for me, I was looking, I was actually looking at his list and I was like, damn, like he kind of put most people, like most of the players that I would put, you know, sure so, so where, um,
0: where did he have him it's
1: so like goalkeeper he has uh, dennis rodman which i was like fuck that's good but i that's i i would probably put more size there uh so yeah. for me i would have probably put someone like probably would have put tyson there honestly yeah um tyson or, or maybe even crystal i don't know one of those one of those two things
0: like, i need S- some lanky bastard that yeah. can block shots yeah, sure. yeah
1: you know um for left back yeah jay crowder again a fucking perfect that's, pick.
0: that's a good point yeah that's uh, a better
1: choice Center back, uh, Chris and Tyson Chandler, which is a perfect because center backs usually tall-ass motherfuckers. Who are See, there
0: for I, I wouldn't put them out in the field aside from goalie because, sorry, they're just a liability with their <laughs> knee problems. Like, are you kidding me? Those guys are human erector sets. There's no way that that's going to fly in a soccer match. You can undercut them like crazy.
1: <laughs> uh, right back, he had the jet, which is, again, perfect because sure. that motherfucker is a scorer. Sure. Um, for uh for center defense defense uh he put um uh Sean Marion again amazing fantastic
0: M- makes sense uh
1: center midfielder uh Steve Nash and Jason Kidd again fucking perfect there you go center attacking midfielder, of course, Luca like has to be God, that does make sense yeah, so I mean it just it was just a, overall just it was great um I can't Damn think it. of any again I would probably put someone with just more length at goalkeeper, but that's just me. Yeah. um Dennis Rodman's great like that's a that's like great for us, but
0: <laughs> also kind of a deep cut because not a lot of people realize that he played for the Mavericks um like, yeah. I did I did hear an amazing story about Dennis Rodman um I can't I this I think it's from one of the Forgotten Mavs uh podcasts but basically um god I can't remember which player it was but basically they just signed Dennis Rodman and they're like, hey, or I think it was like their old equipment manager or something like that. He's like, hey, Worm. And he goes like, hey, what's up, bro? And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, what are you doing? He's just like, oh, you know, just got to get warmed up. And so this dude is in full G's. He's in full street gear. Like he's not in basketball, whatever. He's wearing temp, like combat boots. The guy goes onto a treadmill, puts it at the highest uh, speed you can do it, and full incline and just sprints for 20 minutes in combat boots. <laughs> gets off the treadmill and is like, all right, all right, bro, I'm ready. And like, then like, goes and gets ready. <laughs> what an absolute Whoa. psychopath. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Wait, so I forgot. So Rucho's also had two strikers. Um, oh, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, who were the forwards?
1: Dirk and Finley. Strikers. Oh. Like, the course, that makes fucking tolls. Like...
0: I don't know. I've seen Dirk play soccer. It's <laughs> it's like watching a giraffe cut in half running around you know the know field. What? It's fine. so
1: <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Don't listen to him, Dirk, if you're listening.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I have any animosity towards Derek. Come on now.
1: <laughs> Our next question comes thank from Rutuj. Yeah. Thank you, man. That was a good, that was, That's honestly, a, you gave fun. the best, you gave the best answer. So I was like, fuck. Okay. Like, yeah,
0: you, you listen, you put thought and consideration into your question and we're just two chuckle fucks figuring, you know, <laughs> being silly in front of microphones. So thank you, Rutuj.
1: Uh, let's see. Next question comes from Jennifer. Um what's your current go-to alcohol and where can I find it? Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean
0: that isn't beer. Cause typically when someone says, can I have an alcohol? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking beer, some sort of, uh, liquor. Um, I'm more a whiskey guy, uh, but weirdly enough, a tequila person as well. Um, like uh, the only thing, the two things that I just d- cannot have are vodka and rum. Um, rum gives me an immediate headache. Vodka just, I don't know, it doesn't taste good, and there's other things that get you drunk, so why do it? Um, so, let's see. Different sorts of whiskeys that I've enjoyed. Uh, a go-to, I, I mean, I've been drinking less, so that's that's kind of hard to say. Uh, Bullet's always a good standard. Um, I like a bullet rye. That's something that I like to sip on with ice, but um, if we're going a little bit more, oh God, what did I have earlier? Um, I did get, a, a as a birthday gift from Mr. Thomas Clayton, I did get a Booker's a small batch bourbon, and it is hmm. fantastic. It is super, nice. super good. Um, you can find that in probably specs. It's in a cool little wooden box. Uh, it's it's not as pricey as it would sound, as far as like the decor of it, but it is absolutely delicious. It's a little bit more uh, caramelly. Um, yeah, I, I drink whiskey on the rocks. That's that's my drink. So I don't need I don't need no mixer. That's um, <laughs> how no. so I got this beard. I had like It was painful. It just immediately appeared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so my favorite. Yeah, or the current one that's not beer. Um, I don't drink it a lot just because. Uh, I don't drink it a lot just because. Um, it's like a, it's something you guys share with like family and friends, and obviously we can't do that right now with the pandemic. Um, but uh, so it's almost like a family tradition where we drink um this tequila called a Colejo, which mm-hmm. is uh it's just a nice like they sell it here in the states now. Um, back in the day, back before I could legally drink, you couldn't buy it here. Um, you know they started they started importing it like I think around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, hmm. and, um, uh, and it's just super smooth, and it's just super smooth. It reminds me a lot of like just like hanging out with my family, hanging out with my friends, um, you know, stuff like that. Hanging out with my cousins, and uh, you can find it. I think if I approach anywhere that sells liquor, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know you, for sure you can find it at Total Wine. Um goody goody has. I know that for a fact. That's where I usually would go get mine. Um, yeah, it's a really good tequila, in my opinion. So that's very my awesome. answer for that question. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer for asking that question. That's good. One.
0: Yeah, that's really nice. It's cool that your your family has a liquor
1: of choice. Yeah, it's what we drink when we're all together. So that's very cool. Um, let's see, a Renegade Jim, who is a a Renegades fan, the XFL team uh, that's no longer around at the moment, but so oh, we'll God. see.
0: God, what a heartbreak! Like I know. they were actually
1: doing well. Yeah, they're what? doing. It seems like they're doing okay. Like,
0: like they were enough to, like, all right, we can at least try out a second season. They're like, no, we got
1: no. Well, the Rock bought them out, so maybe the Rock will uh, bring them back. But uh, he asks, um, he, <laughs> this isn't really a question, more of a statement. But he had a, he had a question mark in the at the end because it's hilarious. But uh, okay. he said, he said, can't stand Lakers fans? Question mark.
0: I, I think there, there there's two annoyances for me, specifically with Lakers fans, uh, specifically this year, is the, any of their notions of like, God, we've suffered for so long. You know, any like where it's just like, yeah, you suffered through D'Angelo Russell and Ru- Julius Randle, like whatever. Or like like the L- Lonzo Ball saga was that painful. It's like, you guys were still middle of the pack Like, it's not like you guys yeah. were slumming it. I mean like yes the Kobe injury uh of course not notwithstanding his death is obviously like a big deal but like I'm talking like mid I guess 2010 20, yeah, yeah 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 the 2010s it's just like whatever like you guys got like basically you were just made a lot of bad moves and now eventually those moves Went in your favor, so yeah. uh, I guess the other thing is that I'm with Bill Simmons on the 17 titles claim because they count five of the Minnesota Lakers,
1: Minneapolis
0: Minneapolis Lakers. It's just like, yeah, George Mikan. Like, we're gonna claim that? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's I don't know. It's just like that's not even like. I think once your team moves, like, does does OKC celebrate that the the Sonics got a title in the 70s? Like, whatever. Yeah. That, I mean, it's still like you're still argue like the best basketball franchise that's ever existed as far as that's concerned. I mean, like uh if you're talking just rings and the amount of hall of famers that you've had on your teams and yeah, like California's geographically probably the best place for any basketball team. So, yeah. yeah good job. I don't know. Um there I've got some friends that are Lakers fans and uh, how I'm still friends with them remains to be seen, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just, it's another big market thing. They're the, they're the New York Yankees of
1: yeah basketball. basketball. Yeah. 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 So, I, I know, I know a lot of, uh, I know, I know a lot of Cowboy Lakers, you know, New York fans
0: that so, I will say yeah. that like being a Cowboys fan is like, anytime I say that, I'm like, listen, I, I know, I know. I, it's, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I wish there was a different team that I watched with my dad, but, just happened to be what, the Cowboys. That's
1: what it is. Yeah, it could
0: have easily been the Detroit Lions, but nope, <laughs> nope. It's, Had to be it's the Dallas. That's
1: I mean, so for me, with the, I don't know, man, with the Laker fans, like, I think, like, I, I purposely remove myself a lot from like sports, like that's not like for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't even see any of this stuff. Like, I know some people like I see people like bitch and complain on Twitter, and I'm like, eh, I don't see any of that because I don't follow anybody who you know, we'll tweet that, you know, or if I do, sure. I just meet them, you know, but, uh, you know, it's just one so just...
0: many Lakers, Jersey, photoshops of so many different players.
1: Oh yeah. I saw that one about Luke and I was okay, I'm just going to go and just, have... cause someone, the only reason uh, why I saw that one was because someone sent it to me and I was okay, I'm just going to fucking, I'll just tweet something, I'll tweet something for, I'll tweet something for clout real quick. Oh, But, uh, God. but I mean, you know, it is what it is. And I was like, ah, whatever, dude, like no, because of Lakers fans, like fuck Them, like, I don't care. Like, whatever, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you guys gotta deal with like, fucking, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, earthquakes and shit. So, you know, gotta yeah. it. but it's whatever. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Sean. Sean asks, Favorite drink of 80 proof or better? <sighs> already, I well, already said my answer earlier. It's uh, Cornell.
0: Yeah, 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 I'll go, yeah most bourbons are 80 pr- or there's a lot of bourbons that are 80 proof uh knob creek is another great whiskey I'm to good. try yeah good. um there's there's one that i think they have that's like 120 proof or something Jesus. astounding yeah it'll singe your eyebrows
1: no nah, dude no thank you <laughs> <laughs> let's see next question comes from ricky
0: okay
1: ricky asks, which current or former mavericks player do you see going into shark tank and trying to get a deal from mark cuban also if you guys can give opinions on what the business and also if you guys can give opinions on what the business and the player is. My player would be Dirk Nowitzki having an ice cream truck business with face paintings. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fucking Dirk, right? That's, that's a really good one.
0: I like that. I like, I like the that's a good touch with the ice cream truck. Um,
1: I, would, I would say... Uh, do you guys Steve. want the Ninja Turtles or do you want the
0: Spongebob? <laughs>
1: Oh, dude, uh, there's a, so we had a, a palatero, a, a, you know, a guy selling ice cream, uh, come by a, come by my parents' house yesterday, and I was like, and you know, we're all hanging out on the porch whatever, and I'm just like, holy shit, like, I want something, you know, <laughs> and so I go, and I'm like, oh, shit, shit, and I was like, oh, do they have the, uh, the Spider-Man with the gummies? He's like, no, he's like, no, we don't have the gummies anymore, and I was like, damn it. Ugh. I was like, okay, I'll take it without the gummies on. You know, just like, <laughs> no shit, like that. I was like, I, I'm almost thirty, guys, and I'm trying to fucking eat. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so my the guy that I would think would have a really good business would be, um, uh, Jason Stevenson starting a uh, MMA uh, dojo. Ooh, that's like, a great one. I I'm like thinking, that. Like, and I think I think Mark Cuban would would funnel that and have like there are players like go
0: a Dishon Dojo. I yeah, like yeah, that.
1: exactly. Yes, Dishon Dojo and he would uh, you know, Mark would absolutely um help fund that and he would absolutely like force like some of our players to go and just learn some some tough techniques, you know, for uh to to take okay. care of our take care of our boys. Well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Those I, that's why those, I, uh, those are
0: very good. All right, let's see. Art make up one. I mean, like Ryan Brokoff, account services um, and uh, auditing services to help you with your tax refund. I don't know; it's the best I can come up with off the top of my head.
1: Bro, he'd be good at that. I think he'd that'd be good. Yeah, I'd it'd
0: think. be uh, Ryan Brokoff, uh, tax services and tech support. Um, yeah. I think 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 he's got that down on lock. Um,
1: Bro, I can do both of those. May, maybe a math tutor. Yeah, that'd be a math tutor be, like on the yeah. side. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Is your brain broke? Will make your brain broke off.
1: Oh, uh, that's a good. That, that
0: I don't know. I don't know if that's good. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Next question comes from James. Oh, James, James Granville. He, he always. Oh yeah.
0: Oh no. He he he's pitching a hundred miles per hour now. Now yeah, that we no, called yeah. him out publicly, he's just yeah. like, all right, fuckers. Here's yeah. some questions yeah. for you. I love yeah. it. I uh, keep it coming, James. Yeah. So
1: this is the problematic one I was talking about earlier, but um <laughs> um. He says, uh, what is the most accurate stereotype? <laughs> and I did see someone's comment. He goes,
0: like, consequently, what's the best racial slur?
1: And my answer to that was honky. <laughs> so <clears throat> just such a funny-ass word. Um, God,
0: it's so good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, most
1: <laughs> um, so, James, I don't know if you're trying to make me uh, go against uh, – trying to talk about Mexicans or make me want to –
0: um, i got i got one okay um, go. yeah, yeah uh, i think any uh any mm. white player uh will have one or two descriptions of it he's got deceptive athleticism is one of my favorites <laughs> uh or oh god like he's anytime that they mention he's a really hard worker
1: <laughs> like a blue collar guy <laughs> he's a blue collar guy it's just lunch. like
0: it's just like that's yeah it's my guy <laughs>
1: uh accurate stereotypes um Come this is on. me personally. But um I'm late to a lot of things. <laughs> Not work. But just like <laughs> when it comes to like hanging out and stuff like that, like if you tell me, Hey, <laughs> be there like at five, I will probably text you at like four fifty five and be like, I'm gonna be late. That's fair. And I'll get there like at four fifteen. And that's like a you know, I don't know like if it's like a whole Mexican thing but I've heard people tell me that it's like a Mexican thing like other Mexicans that. tell me that this is a Mexican thing and I'm like I don't know bro like whatever but like I realized like hey I actually am kind of late to a lot of things like a lot of like hang out so when it's, when it's like professional stuff or like even like going to games like I'll try to get there early but if it's like oh like we're gonna hang out this time like it's a soft five minute you know five o'clock time okay cool like sure, I'm gonna get there at 5.15 because whatever <laughs> but that's one for me I will
0: say, can we just say, as just of, of all humanity, if it's a hangout and it's not like a big, do- like if you guys are going to something, if it's a reservation, mm-hmm. if it's something that's like present then like yeah get there on time or early yeah. but like i think getting on time and getting early that's for things that make you money that's for things that are like a professional thing if you're just yeah. hanging out like i think everyone deserves a 30 to 45 minute window i'm sorry it's just yeah. like it's what what are you guys doing that requires that much time now, it's different if it's like a dinner or like hey i still want it to be warm when people show up or whatever yeah. but if it's just like hey let's come over and watch watch tv and drink like does it matter that that starts 30 or 40 minutes later like no it's probably fine or
1: like hey let's go to buzz brews and watch some Mavs games like totally
0: like yeah (laughs) and it's like also when it comes to watching sports anywhere like the first half doesn't really matter i mean i'd like to be there during kickoff or tip off or whatever but like i you can figure it out by the second quarter how it's going it's a long time like anyone that's like hey you want to watch a baseball game it's like cool can we show up at the seventh inning because i don't want to watch all the rest of it oh i really want to see our starting pitcher pitch five innings and just you know really dissect the pitch count and
1: then yeah i don't have to go go to the go to the bullpen whatever it's called also
0: the astros lost so all is right in the world yeah
1: so it was awesome fuck yeah i'm so happy about that (laughs) hopefully the dodgers win today i need them to win um why
0: wow, you got yeah. your bookie on there?
1: <laughs> no, just my dad's a big Daughters fan. Oh, okay. so that's sweet. It'd make, make him happy if they won. Um, I
0: hope your dad's happy too. I do too.
1: Anyway, uh, next question comes from Chris. Chris Lopez, who, by the way, just, just got had a new, yeah. Said, you said yeah. Well, he, no,
0: he he just uh, he's he's got a he's got a newborn, uh yeah. a baby girl. If I'm not mistaken, baby girl. Yeah,
1: baby girl. Yeah, congratulations,
0: so, Chris. Could not congrats, happen to a, a a nicer dad. Like he's yeah. already got like. He's already up there when it comes to, like, wholesome dad content. Yeah, like, he's already, that,
1: like, he's already there when it comes, to, like, you know, but now that he has a baby girl, now he's a girl dad, it's going to be even better, you know, like.
0: Okay, so I don't know what's stronger, his tractor or just the amount of dad strength he has now. I don't Because, like, that. he's got, like, baby like baby boy dad strength is pretty good. Like, you yeah. got to, like, stop them from, like, jumping off tables and stuff. But, yeah. like, now he's got, like, the protective, like, okay, now I'm a girl dad. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like, I think if we're going to, like, hire offensive linemen for the Dallas Cowboys – I think Chris Lopez has got to be like this a top draft pick. <laughs> Absolutely, like put him under center. Oh, that's that's <laughs> how you protect your franchise quarterbacks. Put a dad in there.
1: Uh, let's see. So his question <laughs> anyway. His question. Um, Sorry. What, what the real he says thing? Uh, favorite video game of all time. Mm. Mine was the original Final Fantasy VII. Fucking great. Um, oh, I, well, I was going to answer that too. I love the franchise. I so definitely spent the most time playing this one when it came out in '97, and he had to find every single item. <laughs>
0: that is <laughs> that's awesome. awesome that's very good that's a great I, never, I, was,
1: I was never that dedicated to that fucking game but I mean, mm. it's a good game but uh, let me think man uh,
0: I think the first one that I was really dedicated to completing everything it's either got to be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or yes, a, or uh, Fallout 3 that's okay. kind of dating yeah. me on that one but yeah. those were, those were Other. the two that I that I mean when I had the time to Put that much time into video games. Those were the two that I yeah. put the most time in.
1: Yeah, um let's see. I would. I think the first game where I was just like, I have to fucking finish this, or I have to like, like I would literally like wake up. I would literally like, wouldn't go to sleep until like four in the morning, right? Playing it on my Game Boy was um Pokemon Crystal. Oof. Was any always, of the like, Pokemon, Pokemon games? Yeah, I yeah, definitely. Like I'm Pokemon playing. Crystal because it like had the best of both worlds. Like I had a brand new world, and you had to find this new Pokemon. And then you can go back and go like to the old world and Ooh. like find out the Pokemon from there just like it was great I remember like my uh me and my cousin he also had like that game where he had like a different version of like different version of that of that generation and we would um we would spend the night at each other's houses and play until like fucking five or six in the morning and like trading each other our Pokemon stuff like that so um that's probably the first game where I was just like yeah that's why I'd, and I go back to it too like I then now now computers just so like the computers are so, like, powerful where you can just download the ROM. Mm. It takes, like, up a so little space. So I have it on my MacBook, actually. And so I haven't played in a while, but, like, sometimes I'll get the itch. i like, oh, I want to play it again. So I'll just, like, boot it up and, like, play it like I was when I was, like, 10. So...
0: Well, what's amazing is just, like, how much technology's advanced to a point to where, like, you know, for me, I was like, okay, I need a game... Like, what... Like, I was obsessed with Pokemon Yellow with, like, the original Game Boy. Yeah. And, like, I, I had, like, a little brick. um And it's like kids can now have access to like all any or all game boy games that have ever existed. And it's like an app on your phone. (laughs) It doesn't even take up that much space. It's so crazy, dude.
1: It's
0: like, God, what it takes to compute, compute those kind of graphics was like, (laughs) you know, like a computer that's like six feet tall. Now it's just, now it's just in the air. (laughs) Now it's just a cloud. I don't understand it.
1: Next question comes from bibs bibs i love bibs and you have you on dude yeah talk about we, that.
0: we've we're, yeah, we've yeah that's we've been way past on. way past yeah. you yeah. he's even said that he wants to do it we just haven't done it. i know I'm so, sorry, <laughs> bibs. I'm
1: so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry well i'll talk to you sometime this week yeah. <laughs> um bibs asked uh, how long are you and grant giving me to write the scripts and how much do you think we could raise in crowdfunding in a crowdfunding campaign to get it made
0: so what so, script is he referring to? Yeah,
1: so for those of you guys who don't know or don't follow Grant or Bibbs, um, Grant uh, he's an Uber driver. Uh, he does that, you know, just gets money. And um, Grant uh, he gets like so all of the um, reviews after rides are anonymous, apparently. And so this one, I guess, I'm you know this one person left a, left a review saying, "Oh, the Uber driver was really hot." And I'm like, oh, and so, you know, that's one, that's one thing by itself. And he's, and so Bibbs came in and was like, hey, I'm going to make this into a script basically. And he like wrote out like basically how like it would be like, you know, Grant kind of just like driving, you know, driving, kind of trying to like basically Ubering the entire time, trying to pick this one girl back up. And there was like something with like it being like a group of friends and finding out that it was like one of the friends in the group or something like that. And Bibbs was like. And Bibbs was like, I'm going to write myself in as the funny friend. And I was like, I was like oh my God, Bibbs. And I was like, and I, you know, I think uh, I would give, I don't know how long it would take to write, write, write a full script,
0: mm-hmm. including
1: edits and like, you know, revisions and shit like that. Um, I'd give you a, a good like month to write out like the initial scripts and like another month to do all the editing. So I guess two months would be like that. It That would, that would be it. Um, how would it much be do- an uplifting story? Oh my God, I hate it. Also, because Grant rides for Uber, not for. Shit, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, they would uh,
0: would if they were to get married, would they ride share their life together?
1: It would be. That'd be a good uh, good line for a uh, you know, for a pastor. Or something. But
0: um, we give the relationship five stars and would recommend.
1: <laughs> so you're asking how much would it be? Uh, crowdfunding. Uh, how much would it be? we could buy? a couple tens th- of dollars. <laughs> I would say, I think honestly, dude, we might be able to pull a thousand out of this. That'd be a super, super slow indie budget film, but you know.
0: I just don't know what it takes to make I, a movie.
1: We, we should I, we should
0: consult Cooper Raff and be like, hey, we, yeah, how much should. for this Uber romance?
1: Yeah, how much how much could you make this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I would want to be executive producer though. That would be like my thing. I need. I wouldn't want to direct. I just want to be like the guy who like, says, hey, I like this. Hey, I don't like this. You know. <laughs>
0: And yeah, I, I don't know. The executive producer, like, I understood that a producer is the person that basically brought funding to this thing. Like, they're the yeah. person that is providing the funding. Executive producer has always been a confusing term because I'm always like, well, we're giving the director credit for certain things. How much of this was the executive producer going, like, can we throw a big spider into the mix, you know, or whatever?
1: Oh, I know that movie. That's Wild uh, Long, Long west, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, good. Uh, call.
1: Well, the movie fucking sucks in retrospect, but it was all- that scene was awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: did, did you hear Kevin Smith's uh spiel on that? Like yeah, how, like, yeah. yeah he, it was
1: like the it was Superman, right? Yeah, he,
0: he was trying to write a Superman script, and like the the producer he was writing for was just like you know, I'm just seeing him fight a big spider and like eventually like that just became a creative speed bump in any writing room and eventually just like I can't do this I'm not going to write yeah. a spider fighting scene and of course like <laughs> the next movie he produced was walking a big ass spider. Big mechanical spider
1: so you know. Steampunk <laughs> spider but uh, oh man uh, let's see uh, Vin Beam asks here's a good what if. What if basketball used the same out of bounds rules as soccer? How would the mm. game change um so basically what happens is so and you put up the wiki the wikipedia like definition of it but when a ball is played completely across one of the outside lines the ball is out of bounds and play stops completely mm. there must be visible grass between the ball and the white line for the ball to be considered out of bounds if the ball is touching the white line it's still in play mm. and in basketball if the ball touches the black line it's out of play like you know that's like the out of that's out of bounds right um I don't think it would change too much, but I know for a fact there are like plays that have happened where it's like, oh, like his foot was on the black line, or the ball was like on, mm-hmm. you know, the ball was on the black line, so now it's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that would change the course of like NBA games, but I, I you know. think I think
0: things that people don't un- or that people underestimate with basketball is how important stoppages of play is. Um, because it is such a fast pace. It's a, it's a game of bursts yeah. um, and it's a game, like as much as soccer is a game of movement and it just continues, like when it comes to like the, you know, the ball being out of play and then, uh, or like, cause the, I think in soccer, the player can be out of play as long as the ball isn't right. Like, so you yeah. can uh, you can technically be out of bounds and still kick the, the ball that's still in bounds. So I don't know, like I, as much as I don't care for, or the out of bounds, like, Oh, the guy's foot was on the line kind of thing. It's just like, I, I don't know. I like a good rule set. I don't see a reason to change it necessarily, but what would happen if it were, I think, uh, timeouts would be used more often because now it's no longer that stoppage of play whenever, uh, somebody goes out of bounds, uh, or like that, that change of possessions. So the substitutions would be weirder. Um, I think also the speed of the game would be, up more but i think ultimately like because guys are no longer getting that short break to catch their breath it's probably a slower game um because they're not going full blast knowing that just because it's out of bounds that doesn't mean people stop so yeah um that's that's my two cents on that
1: that's <laughs> the uh, next question comes from uh dave dave asks if tim harvey jr opts out what exactly should the Mavs do Sign for a three-year, three-year about forty-five million. Go for Jeremy Grant with the money. Stay put until twenty twenty-one. Something else entirely.
0: I, I like the fit, Jeremy Grant. I mean, he.
1: Yeah, I think he would. I think he it's he also
0: would. really easy to fall in love with certain uh, role players just because they've been a benefactor of not being uh, the focus point of an offense. So you're thinking like, oh, this guy will definitely translate in this scenario. Because I mean, like, if you're in a on a team with Jokic and Jamal Murray, you're not being guarded all that hard. Like, you're going to be rarely the focus point of that, you know? Yeah. That scenario. So you, you can either benefit from that, and who knows if you were to be in a, a you know an offensive situation with Kristaps and Luca being the focus point. So I don't know. Uh, I've seen him kind of wilt in some big games. He's just really inconsistent um so i see that as a fairly lateral move with tim hardaway um and i think tim hardaway's just improved each year i would love to love to keep him um i'm a fan of continuity uh i I like as much as i like uh jeremy grant and these potential upgrades for the the mavericks i think really where we need it is the back end more than like our starting five because i think our starting five is pretty damn solid um and i would bet on our current starting five improving together would be better than throwing in a new player in there that's going to make that leap bigger you know what i mean so yeah. if jeremy grant comes in then you're looking at less minutes for dodo and maxi kleber which ultimately like i think they they have they still have potential for growth. i still like i don't think yeah. they're like okay you know what you're getting from them i still think there's some upside with both of them yeah
1: um, for me, uh, I don't think Tim Harvey I don't think he will opt out. Um, he might. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Tempted. I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't opt out of anything yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah no, this especially, is, yeah. especially since like we don't know what the cap space looks yeah. like. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather
1: really have a guaranteed money like right there. And there. Sure. Yeah. But um, but you know, if you were to um, Jeremy Grant is super interesting to me. Uh, I know he's just like a defensive, you know, defensive presence that would be needed and uh. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think anyone who plays next to Luca just they improve. That's just like they'll get better. It's almost like mathematically like proven at this point, you know, mm-hmm. if not already. Um so if you were to opt out, I would absolutely like just be okay, fine, you we're know, gonna um I think Jamie Grant would be a great addition to us, uh going forward, and especially if it's like a long contract, like the continuity factor wouldn't be as like disrupted, you know. Mm -hmm. um and it's just one piece and you know you guys would have they would have the rest of the summer or not summer but off season um it's get things going they would have pre-season hopefully to get things going you know try to figure things out and you know rick is always tinkering with stuff like rick didn't seem to have like everything he wanted up until everything he wanted to do with the lineup up until our first round series it seemed like like right once the first round series started it was okay like user who the fuck i'm going to be going with like the entire time. So he's constantly tanking anyway, which, which is great for some, some aspects, bad for other ones, as we all know. Well,
0: Um, it does, it does make sense to get some defensive wing help when we're facing someone like Kawhi and Paul George, you know, or uh, who are we going to throw at LeBron? And Uh, who are we, Like, if we're going to want to make that second-round push, we're going to need to find some some legit defensive stoppers. And and Jeremy Grant seems to, at the very least, be a good high-effort guy that doesn't shoot terribly from three points. So yeah. um, I like the fit. I really do. But uh, if it's a I'm getting Jeremy Grant at the expense of Tim Hardaway, I don't know if I love that.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. I yeah. think, today's, think today's day, day from to uh, for Tim to decide – even opt in or not? I think I don't know. I'm not quite sure. No. But um. Not all good. right. Next question comes from Nick. Who was better, Kobe or Tim Duncan?
0: It's you know I think Kobe is. uh Why? Well, let me preface this. I think with Tim Duncan, he's the best power for like. Like, what one of like a obviously a hall of famer, but like, he was someone that was so good for so long. And I think the only reason I would say better positionally than Kobe is that just because of how many more guards Kobe is having to like be better than, like, you know, it's like, was Kobe better than Jordan? No, well, was, was anybody better than Tim Duncan at his position? And I argue, no, I mean, just. Also, I don't know. It's weird because like Tim Duncan is kind of a center power forward. uh Yeah, he's kind of a tweener, which we which is weird. Cause, so it's hard to put him strictly in the power forward range because it's like for him and Kevin Garnett to play the same position feels weird because they don't play the same uh-huh. at all. Yeah, yeah, it's it's same same with Dirk. Even like Dirk versus Tim Duncan still feels like you know doesn't quite feel like a match to match as far as like their skill set cuz like I don't know if there I've seen a better post offensive player as well as someone that was so good at just being a team player at that position you know whether yeah. that he wasn't like he was an offensive focus for a good portion of it but also to like sorry like dude won a championship it was his rookie year in 99 with yeah. uh, the the against awesome. the Knicks. yeah and it's like for someone to compliment a player like David Robinson that well and play virtually at like that position, but better and have an immediate impact straight out of college. And then just not really have a dip until like what his 20th season, like whatever his, his last season, he was washed, but it's like, but God, he's he, like, the fact that he had like those, those last like four years, uh, you know, was like 14, 15. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm getting the years wrong, but like that, Tim Duncan was pretty damn great during those finals runs too. And at that late of an age at, at a position that was heavily undervalued, like, I don't know. I mean, Kobe is great. And like, he's always like, uh, it feels weird to pick a spur over a Laker. So it's like two pairs of dirty underwear for me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't know. I think basketball wise I'll go Tim Duncan. If we're going to go like, who was clearly culturally more relevant? I'm going to go Kobe. So maybe it's kind of split in hairs here.
1: Also, Tim Duncan won his first finals in his third year.
0: Yeah. Oh, his third year. Sorry. Looks no. like it.
1: Um,
0: yeah. I don't know, man. It was like who, well, late like, 90s basketball, not my thing.
1: Yeah. It's like, who was better, Kobe or Tim? I mean, those players are so, you really can't compare.
0: Um, it's an oranges, the apples yeah. kind of thing.
1: Like, you, can't, you really can't compare like, them as like, but even as a basketball player, you can't compare them just because like they play completely different positions. Um had, you know, like yeah, Kobe was like Kobe's been the offensive, like, you know, centerpiece, you know, basically his entire career with the Lakers and Tim Duncan was, you know, for a portion of it like you said earlier, and um it's just hard, man. Like it's almost I, like who it's almost like who would you prefer? You know, like Sure.
0: And I mean like there's a lot of different scenarios where you could go either way where it's like, do you want to start a franchise with one of them and you know like what their career is yeah. you know or you know what's time period because i think like tim duncan would have been that dominant basically any time period prior to now like you know throw him yeah. in the 70s he's the best player like with kobe like that his skill set i don't know it, it's so weird because like i also re- respect the mental uh, approach that he had to the game like i i like the over like your jimmy butler-esque like psychopathic competitive people where it's just like I want to be the best but also like there was a lot of years when Kobe was the best player on his team and arguably like they they didn't didn't always produce yeah Yeah, they
1: were like during during the 2000s yeah well there was a good
0: point where where, like a good two to three year period was like yeah guys just don't want to play with Kobe because he's a pain in the ass yeah (laughs) and like again no disrespect to the guy it's just he's still five rings like um, I don't know. It's like yeah. both are top ten players. Where you put them is like like I I would probably agree with any order in that point. You yeah. Know?
1: Um, but I think for the for the sake of the for the sake of the question though, I will say that I think um <laughs> better like as a player, I think overall probably would have been Tim. Uh, just because mm-hmm. you know he just he bonded to the system super early and just like kept going and you know so.
0: Just such a wider defensive skill skill set than Kobe. Kobe was an amazing scorer and that was and like eventually got, you know, better on defense and things of that nature. But like, I mean, Tim Duncan was always just dominant on both sides of the court and, and then just got better.
1: Yeah.
0: Also an amazing passing big man. That's something that's underrated with him.
1: Let's see. Next question comes from Sammy. Sammy asks, why can't we have prime Dirk and Luca together?
0: Uh. God hates us.
1: Yeah, the universe would just collapse (laughs) on itself if that were to happen. So I'd I'd rather not upset the universe at this point because, man, they're giving it to us now. I don't
0: think even Mavericks fans appreciated Prime Dirk in that time period. You know, like, I still think, like, and it's so amazing looking back at, like, 2007 footage. I'm like, Jesus, this dude was driving to the rim. Like, just a seven-foot, like, he was doing Giannis-esque stuff at... You know when he was in, in his 20s, 2000, in yeah. 2007, <laughs> like, you know? right? And it was, and I, I don't know. It's almost like the game hadn't caught up to how awesome Dirk was. Like yeah. he, because basically Avery Johnson was like, you need to develop a post game, and he ended up having an amazing one. But like, it's amazing how had the game changed like five years sooner when it come to like the whole spacing yeah. aspect of it like how much more dominant would Dirk would have been because you're you're basically looking at a Carl Anthony Towns skill set with a Porzingis three-point range and like a consistent post game that no one can stop and he could drive like I don't know. Still, I still think like the the thing that all Mavs fans and basketball was deprived of was a Steve Nash, Dirk, yeah. pairing been, yeah. without without the hand check rule. Like yeah. that's where basketball started to change, and we never got a chance to see that, which I think would have been really fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I I wish we could see Prim and look Luca together. I don't know. Maybe maybe I write a a thing for the article, or article about that. I don't know. Maybe I write just a short story. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll write back some back. Dallas Mavericks fanfic. Yeah, I what we're doing. It's off season, guys. So sure,
0: um,
1: I'll do. I'll last, do the
0: reading for it. Yeah.
1: Last question comes from Giannis Stan. <laughs> nice. Um, what is the stupidest rule in the NBA, in your opinion? I think hmm. it's stupid. You can call a timeout at any time. Hmm.
0: Stupidest rule.
1: I, I think the stupid. I think the rule that always upset me was when I would play two K and i made like a big i made like a, a power forward because i you know wanted to be dirt cask basically and i would put my back to the basket you know back to the basket and after like i think it's like five seconds like they call you know a violation on that because back to the basket violation
0: mm-hmm. i always hated that
1: mm-hmm. shit i always hated that for some reason. i don't know why just like I think i was trying to teach the system i don't know like yeah,
0: there's also like I think that rules like the Charles Barkley rule because at one point he because he, he he could just pound into a guy for ten seconds and then tr- like eventually either dunk on him or turn around yeah. for a layup because he was just so strong. Um, I don't know. I've liked most of the rule changes for the NBA. Um, I'll say that the charge rule. I would I wouldn't even say it's the rules. It's more rep consistency is yeah. what I have a bigger issue yeah. with. Like. Uh, when it comes to contact and creating contact and the whole like, I think you got to give defenders a better means to defend offensive players. I know that's like, you know, counter to what the NBA wants. We want more scoring. We want, you know, that's what keeps people watching. But yeah. uh, James Harden has soured so much of what I think like, like that whole Daryl Morwick gaming the refs strategy always pissed me off like the whole flailing your legs and still getting that call when you're shooting a three-pointer and it's just yeah. like cool uh basically any rule that leads to more free throw shooting is ultimately something i don't like about the nba um because if there's something that i don't if you're to drive to the basket that is an exciting basketball play when you are. Yeah. running and trying to score and then someone hurts you, or like someone hits you on the way up that allows for an ex- potentially exciting play of either a dunk, a layup or an and one, you should be rewarded with free throws for that. If you are just driving near the basket and just toss it up and it's just like in your flailing and it's like, okay, that's not a good basketball play. And then it leads to an even less interesting play, which is watching a dude shoot free throws. I don't yeah. know. The the bailout calls is what really frustrates me. Because yeah. It stops the the pace of the game. It's ultimately just kind of rewarding tricking the refs more than it is like did this guy beat his man or not? Did this guy make a good play? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um
1: I, I do think one thing I'd change though. Okay, so like you know how you can get like um you can get uh fines and stuff like that for like you know, flagrants and stuff, right? Sure. I think if that happens, I think the next game you should start off with like one or two fouls, hmm. instead of getting fined because the fines aren't even that, you know, massive for the most part. It's just like
0: yeah, and, just, unless you're like finding a rookie, <laughs> it's like yeah, it you really know, doesn't make that you know, big of a difference. I'm saying
1: like if you just like if you just start off with like you start the game with like one or two fouls from the get go for the next game, like well, that's it's kind of like, like so, kind of like the red card, you know? So, like, when,
0: so when it comes to the league fines, supposedly that goes to like charity doesn't it like that's like go- i guess I, well, I, I have no idea i would love to have an audit as far as like where uh, the money goes where the money goes primarily because i think like from what i gather it is like the fines go to charity or go towards the league and the league designates it but like i think it'd be a hilarious pitch of like who's the most uh
1: charitable <laughs> who's the most charitable
0: player of the nba it's just like wow like it was dreamer for a
1: while wasn't it uh, yeah
0: Dr- draymond has did it he, he's built houses for the homeless <laughs> he's responsible for this entire neighborhood thanks to his technical well, fouls. or uh you know marcus morris actually rebuilt this elementary school
1: yeah you know uh, like good guys <laughs> like, you know. uh, yeah thanks to this guy's flagrant fouls these kids now all have a new macbook <laughs> i wish they would, i wish they would actually i would love to see an audit of that just like where does the money go like
0: who's i mean i mean i feel like it's probably going to be a little less interesting it's just going to be like oh okay it paid for this fucking tax yeah. write-off or whatever yeah but, something
1: yeah but um
0: or i i don't know it's just like here, here's the flagrant fun it's like now these kids do yeah, the, play the yeah.
1: flagrant fun
0: yeah it, it mba mba harms <laughs> instead of do you imagine chairs? could
1: you could you imagine uh, like a an orphanage just like rooting for like marcus <laughs> morris to make
0: the game more violent so these kids can eat (laughs) listen i know you want to play i know you want to play the game the right way but if you clock this dude with an elbow these kids now get to find a dad
1: so stupid it's so
0: conflicting it's It's just like all right well this guy has a torn acl but now these kids can get to school on time
1: NBA, don't listen to us, please. The, yeah, this, this is a, this, this, this is the this weirdest went, dumb rule. Yeah, this went this went to the worst possible place. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what would be a better alternative. It's like, all right, now that you're fined, we now have to give it to Jeff Bezos, and just like, ah, oh, now I feel oh. guilty about it, or like. No um or i think even better would be like we have to set your money on fire in front of you like it doesn't even <laughs> go anywhere it's just like hey you know just, that like, bonus joker, that you got? just yeah. like the
1: joker bro just it's a message <laughs> it's,
0: yeah exactly that hey that would be a great uh clout thing which is like yo i've got more cash fires than anybody <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's terrible all right uh, that, well that's all I for today. <laughs> With
0: that stupid suggestion, we just answered your questions. Thanks, everybody.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: Awesome. Anything you're wanting to touch on before we head out of here, man? Nope all right well guys thank you so much for submitting your questions this is uh super super fun um your questions are hell it's more than half of the podcast at this point so we just think of it as a fun conversation between uh mavs fans and beer fans so uh if you guys could like and subscribe that'd be fantastic if you guys again submit questions at reddit mavericks uh he puts up that thread once a week um it's probably one of the most fun things that we do during the week Uh, We really appreciate uh, you guys listening, you guys participating. You're really what are making the show. We're going to have some of y'all on the podcast very soon. uh, Once we can actually dedicate some time to it. Um, All things considered uh, again, congrats to Chris um, on, on the new baby girl. That's fantastic. We appreciate you, bud. Uh, He's been one of our fantastic listeners for forever. So thanks again, bud. Um, You're, just a model family for us uh speaking of model families uh you can find us uh at mffls.com That's a terrible segue but go to the website (laughs) um we share this to people that like beer as well you know uh, we, we would really like to get more in touch with the brewery community um especially we want to really promote uh local breweries on this uh on this podcast and uh we're gonna see about interviewing some head brewers at some places uh specifically in the dallas area just to get them going and uh we're gonna do some collaborations fairly soon we got some fun plans in store um so continue listening we really appreciate you guys uh for Ruben, uh, i've been don Denham. this has been the hoops and hefeweizens podcast enjoy the rest of your week
1: later guys